All right, and with that, welcome to back to Bay Area Sports Wrap. For the second week in a row, the 49ers game goes down to the wire, but this time with the right outcome for the uh, red and gold. And now joining us from New Orleans is Tracy Sandler, founder and CEO of Fangirl Sports Network. Tracy is the beat writer for the 49ers Fangirl site. Welcome to the program, Tracy. And most important question I want to ask you, how crazy is it right now in Bourbon Street? Uh, I was... It's probably really, really crazy. Uh, I'm not out there right now, but judging from what it was like on my walk home from the stadium or walk to dinner and home, I would imagine it's pretty crazy. And judging what it was like the last couple of nights just before the game even happened, I would imagine it is lit, as the kids would say. I'm going to turn it here over to Marco in a second, but Tracy, uh, Lowell and myself had a chance to be at the uh, Raiders game, and we thought we were going to see something great, and it turned out to be a dumpster fire. But you, on the other hand, you saw exactly what was advertised and more. Oh, absolutely. I mean, what a game. I think probably the most exciting game I've ever covered and definitely one of the most exciting games I've ever been at. But, you know, the 49ers have had so many great uh, games this season. It's been incredible. But today was really epic. I mean, it, it was just something else to watch these offenses just duel it out. It was fantastic. Hey, Trace, it's Marco here. Thanks for joining our show. We really appreciate you coming on. Now, the one thing I was look when I was watching this game this morning, I thought, okay, the Saints, they looked like they were going to run away with this. They were up 27. And then all of a sudden, Jimmy G throws that ball to Emmanuel Sanders for 75 yards and that touchdown. And now we're thinking, like, okay, this is going to turn into kind of an Arena League game. And whoever gets the ball last is going to win this game. And it's kind of funny how that it, it turned out to be that way with the Niners getting the ball left. With 50 seconds left, but man, did, would you agree that this was the game of the year in the NFL today? I would say it probably was the game of the year. I do think last week's game against the Ravens was also a really incredible football game. I know that one did not go the 49ers' way, but this was a very, very exciting game. And, and you said something earlier that I just would like to touch on, that they went down on the road. It looked like maybe the Saints were going to run away with it, but I think it's a real credit to this 49ers team that that's never really in the cards. They don't let things phase them. Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't let things phase them. And they just go back out there and they answer. And we've seen them do it all year long. And so I just think it's worth mentioning that there they are on the road in the Superdome where it was so incredibly loud and, you know, just kept fighting to win a very tough, very important game for them, especially considering what's going on in Sunday Night Football right now. Yeah, I and mean, you look at look what how now because it looks like basically yeah the Rams are gonna beat the Seahawks tonight at, down at the Coliseum in L.A. Putting the Niners now in the number one seed in the driver's seat, you look away that this team has faced adversity all year long with all these injuries that they've had to key players. I mean George Kittle being number one, uh, you know, and then Quan Quan Alexander on the defensive side of the ball too. So when you think about how. They've overcome all these injuries. It's been the next man up mentality with this team. And Kyle Shanahan, if he's not named coach of the year, I, I'm just going to like not even like care about this award anymore because he's done such an incredible job, in my opinion. Yes, he's done an incredible job with this team. I think he is absolutely in the running for coach of the year. His play calling today was, I think I tweeted or I put in my article, it was next level. And, and it really was. I mean, he just. He had an answer for everything, and it was incredible. I think he is very much in the running for Coach of the Year. He's been fantastic with this team, especially when you think where they were last year at this time. Now, Tracy, hey, it's Ryan again. You mentioned how this was the best game that you've covered since you've been covering the 49ers. Tell me more about how you started the Fangirl Sports Network and how you've seen it grow to where it is today. I started it, actually, in 2015, just covering the 49ers. I've been a lifelong 49ers fan. 
and I wanted to create a place for female fans with content that spoke a little bit more towards women. Obviously, analysis is analysis, but it, when it comes to inspiring, informative, funny content that kind of looks at the story beyond the field, you know, we do a lot of under the helmet, the five fun facts, lifestyle content. That's how I started it. Um, like you said, I started with the 49ers, and we've grown now to having a fangirl uh, for every NFL and NBA team. Tell me this, though. How many other of your fangirls are covering games like yourself? Are you still the only one doing it, or do you have some other reporters in other cities? I'm the only one covering games this way, but we have a reporter for every team. So they are still covering their teams on a daily and weekly basis. Now, I know Lowell and I talked about this off mic. What's it been like for you getting a chance to really be ensconced or sort of entrenched with this team? Because as, as Lowell was just kind of telling me, you missed the good years because all those great years with Jim Harbaugh, you, you hadn't been covering the team yet. So how much are you enjoying seeing the team that went from being 4-12 and last year to all of a sudden being you know, one of the, the best team in the NFL right now? It's been pretty amazing, I have to say. It's really it's been really, really cool, and this was a team that I had big hopes for this season, but really felt that the season would be a win if they were relevant and competing in December, and they've far gone beyond my expectations. Not that I didn't think they were an incredibly talented team. It's just they've, they've just been really amazing week after week, but it's been a lot of fun. It's been a really cool season, uh, and I really could not be enjoying it more. I feel incredibly lucky to get to do what I do. We're talking with Tracy Sandler, uh, the Fangirl Sports Network, CEO and founder of it. And she's joining us here on Bay Area Sports Wrap to talk 49ers with us in that epic 48-46 win over the New Orleans Saints earlier this morning. And uh, Tracy, you know, tell me, when you do that, these top five, like I'm sorry, moments that they do or the top five fun things that they do. The five fun facts. Five fun facts. Sorry. Thank you. What, who's, no what's, been, what's been the most, I guess, funny one or your, your favorite one that you've done with the 49ers so far? I don't, I can't play five fun facts favorites. That's what I have to say. I can't play five fun facts favorites. But you know what, Dave? I think what's been great about a lot of them is I'll go to talk to the guys, and I'll be like, can we do five fun facts? And a lot of times they'll be like, I don't think I'm that fun. And then they kind of get into it. And they're like, oh, wait, I thought of me else. So, so that's been great. I did one with Nick Bosa recently, which was great. He, you know, got him to laugh a few times. I did one with Jimmy Ward a couple weeks ago that was also really Great and really fun, for lack of a better term. It's not spoiler alert, but his favorite uh, Christmas movie is Home Alone, and he did the Macaulay Culkin face for me. And, and I think the guys get into it because it is an opportunity for them to share parts of themselves that they don't necessarily get to talk about all the time. And they're very casual on my iPhone, uh, so they have been great. Did one with Jimmy Garoppolo uh, at the beginning of training camp, which was, of course, cool because, you know, QB1. We've had a lot of really good ones over the years. And another really interesting one that I recommend to people, Kwan Williams. He is a very interesting, cool guy. Right on. How about Richard Sherman? Have you got a chance to do that with him yet? I did. I actually did one with Richard Sherman his first day, his first press conference here, which was awesome. So that is out there. And then in a couple weeks, you're going to get one with Richard Sherman talking specifically about Christmas and his favorite traditions uh, for the holidays, and that one will be enjoyable, I think, for everybody. Nice. And the reason why I mentioned him is because, you know, he was, you know, number public enemy number one here among the San Francisco 49ers fan base and for the longest time. And now he, he's part of this team, and it seems like he's able, he was able to change a lot of the Niners' hearts and to like, now they love Richard Sherman. Like, how, when you see – you've been covering this team now, what, for the last what, four years? So you've seen this transformation from who all the – they went to hating this guy, being just the worst guy ever in person ever, to like their fan favorite now. What's that been like? 
Well, I think that's just you know, that's football. That's fandom. You know, in this day and age, players go to, to different teams. And I think also Richard Sherman, from the day he came to this team, really felt like a 49er and ingratiated himself with the team and the fans. And he's played well. He's produced. And I think he's the kind of guy you love to hate him if he's not on your team. And then if he's on your team, you just love him. You just love to love him. Uh, so I, I think it's been... You know, I think it's it's made a lot of sense, and I, you know, that's the world we live in. A player starts on one team, and he can be publicly enemy number one, and he goes to another team, and people forget real fast, as they should, because that is part of being a fan. Tracy, my next question for you is: Do you consider yourself more of a pioneer, and not because you're a woman covering this team, but it's your style of sports reporting? I mean, you you have a, a whole Instagram account where you've kind of become you do a lot of fashion things, where you sort of show your fashionable football type outfits or or food spreads that people are having if they're making a tailgate, and and the way you're able to mesh that with your interaction with the players and the organization, do you find that that's kind of like kind of creating a whole new sort of trend and brand? I do think it is. We have a tagline at Fangirl Sports Network that a fangirl is a woman who knows all of Tom Brady's stats but isn't afraid to embrace her inner Giselle. And that's the <laughs> that. that's, that's, that's our tagline. I came up with it one day in a, in a TV interview, and I we run with it. And that's been me my whole life. I love sports. I love sports. I love stats. I love analysis. I can keep up with anybody on it. But I also like to be comfortable but fashionable on day, game day. I also like a tailgate. I love a fun Super Bowl party. And I, and, and I like to know about the players. I like to know what's going on. What are the players doing in the community on their own? What do they do in the community with the team? Because we do a lot of coverage around that type of content as well. Uh, you know, the five fun facts. I just think there's, there's more content there. And some of that content just really hadn't been put out there before. So that was something we wanted to do and wanted to create a community of female fans that were comfortable embracing that side of themselves as well as talking about stats and fantasy football and analysis and a fourth and two play in which the tight end goes for 39 yards while there's someone on his face mask. You know, you could put all of it together. So, yes, that is what we're trying to create. And I, I do think, we're, hopefully, I think we are kind of pioneers in that world. You know, one of the things people used to always get on for um, in order to be in the media is you had to not be a fan in any way, shape, or form. You couldn't ever say that you that you like. You know, it's almost like you you hate the job you're doing. And I think you make it evident that you love what you're doing. And do you feel that it's okay to not only let people know you love what you're doing, but the fact that you, you like I said in your Instagram, you've got plenty of photos where you're wearing 49ers fan gear and you you absolutely profess your love for the team. I think so, and I, I think the important thing is that I'm always professional. You know, in, in the press box, I'm just very business. I'm not, I'm not in gear. Uh, I don't, you know, I, I don't interact with the players like a fan. I interact with the players like a reporter, and so I'm always professional at work, and I think I'm always professional uh, in my social media, and certainly I, I love the 49ers. I am 49ers fangirl. That is, that is my handle, so it's not a secret, but I think because I'm always professional and behaving appropriately and working and working really, really hard to cover this team in a way that is maybe different than it's been done in the past. I think, you know, that's why it is okay and that's why it works. Tracy, we've seen the 49ers kind of go from what we thought would be a good team to one of the elites in the NFL. And I want to go back to the NFL trade deadline. The 49ers may have missed out on Jalen Ramsey going to the Rams, but an acquisition I thought was very under the radar and powerful 
was getting Emmanuel Sanders from the Broncos. I got to know him a little bit from my time covering the Raiders. How important was he to having the 49ers go to that next level? Well, I think you saw today it was incredibly important. And I think the thing with that trade that made sense is what they needed was Emmanuel Sanders. Jalen Ramsey is probably the best corner in the game, and I'm not taking that away from him at all. But what the 49ers needed was a number one wide receiver, and they needed Emmanuel Sanders. And he's made a huge difference. He's been hurt uh, somewhat, you know, as you hurt his ribs. But you saw today healthy Emmanuel Sanders is a game changer for this team. And so they were so smart at the trade deadline because they went out and got the guy they needed, and it was an incredible trade, and it was a smart trade, uh, and it's paying dividends. And we saw him throw a touchdown pass today. <laughs> he got a touchdown pass, and he had an incredible day, and you see what a difference it is. And I think you also saw really early on from his first game there was an automatic chemistry with him and Garoppolo because Garoppolo trusts him and knows he can trust him and knows if he throws the ball, he'll, he'll catch it for the most part. So I think that was an incredibly important and smart trade by the 49ers. You know, Tracy, I'll, before I t- turn it over to Lowell to wrap things up here, I want to say that not only are you are professional, but I can attest that, yeah, I'm the one who actually brings a 49er starter jacket to a lot of games, and you're actually <laughs> dressed much more professionally than I am. <laughs> That's very funny. Right. I do like that jacket, though. It's a great jacket. Thank you, right? I it's the best one. Yeah. It's the best one. I have that jacket uh, uh, somewhere from when I was a kid. I love that jacket. Well, hopefully you find it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'll look for it. Tracy Sandler, founder and CEO of Fangirl Sports Network. Thank you so much. We look forward to talking to you again soon. Absolutely. Have a great day, you guys, and go Niners. Hey, have a couple of hurricanes for me while you're down there, okay? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, and beignet and bananas foster. My God. Oh, I've, I've, eaten, I've eaten my way through New Orleans. Not nice. Uh, all right. As well, she should.